0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. Today, we are covering Chernobyl, episode four, "The Happiness of All Mankind." I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher. Happy to be watching Chernobyl for the first time, and doing so with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Kurt, do you know how old I am? Uh, do
1: you want me to actually answer that? <laughs> are you eighty-two? <82? laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you were kind. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought you were going to just say what this guy says, which is old. <laughs> I don't know. Old. <laughs> so, no, I am not 82, sadly for your uh, prediction and guessing percentages, <laughs> but... Happily for me, I am not, and I'm uh, much younger yeah. than that. I have, yeah. I have se- several years ahead of me before I get to 82. Several, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am going to assume that you are you have actually watched this episode, even though you told me you didn't. So <laughs> let's uh, let's see what uh, let's see what you thought about it. Ratings. All right, Kurt. I think you loved everything going on with the roof i think that that you loved uh seeing this german robot fail miserably i think you loved boris's tirade where they now need a new phone uh i think you loved seeing the the brainstorming session where they come up with the human robot or biological robots and and then seeing those biological robots i think that uh you really like that stuff i think you loved the Ludmilla payoff that we talked about in episode 3 you were pretty certain that something was going to happen to that baby and it did uh, i think you loved the moral dilemma posed at the end the basically having boris on one shoulder and uh, Ilana on the other shoulder of Valerie uh, saying, you got to do this thing. You got to tell the truth. And he's, uh, Ilana saying that. And Boris saying, no, no, no. <laughs> we we got to think about this some more. Uh, so I think you loved all that stuff. My only question is what you thought of the hunters. Uh, but I, I know that you're more of a cat guy than a dog guy. So I don't think that watching the dog deaths bothered you enough to make this anything other than your favorite episode and you gave it a 10
1: all right oh thank goodness i didn't see the episode so i appreciate that you went (laughs) for the storylines for me that that helps me out a lot (laughs) intro sequence I, I, i think you're all right with the 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 old lady trying to get evacuated your favorite i think your favorite stuff was actually uh the as i call them pest control Boys. I think that's your favorite. Oh, think... <laughs> oh that's terrible.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> Listen, that's what they're basically doing. That's terrible. <laughs> uh I think <laughs> I think that, that was your favorite element of the episode. Although I think you I think you loved this episode. Uh you liked the Marvel Dilemma and you liked the Bio Robots. And he likes the the, the, the the little bit of Ludmilla we saw just to kind of wrap, maybe wrap up her storyline. I don't know if there's a little more to it. We'll, we'll see if we get more. It could definitely maybe go a bit more with it uh, next episode, the finale. Can't believe so, it. So, I think I mean, you gave it a 10. I, I think without a doubt you gave it a 10. Unless, because, unless, yeah, you're not a dog person. You, you hate
0: pets. So... <laughs> Oh boy. Let's not start that rumor, please. (laughs) They don't like pets? I don't have pets. Okay.
1: Do you want to get a pet? No. All right. (laughs) I think think I'll I'll let the jury come to their decisions. (laughs) Okay. Would you like to have a pet? No. Would you hate it if I gave you a pet? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway,
1: that's, I think you gave it a ton
0: Okay, and you are correct. I did give this a ton I also gave it a ton. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: know yeah. if it's my favorite one. I said top. Two. I mean, I'll I'll think about it, but yeah, it's definitely in the top 50th percentile. <laughs> okay. The top two.
0: <laughs> okay. Out of four. Uh of four. You know, honestly, uh, I I really think it's cool what they've done here from one episode because I mean the the delineation has been pretty cool you know you had the actual event in the first episode and then in episode two yeah i'll i'll think of the episode two as the like the, the divers right mm-hmm. uh so they keep bringing in these like other groups to show like how they're handling it but they're ha- they have to keep pulling in other people and basically sacrificing them yeah in order people- in order <laughs> you know so you had the divers in episode two and then in episode three you had the coal miners and now you have the bio bio robots plus the hunters i mean if you count the hunters but which i you really should they're wearing egg baskets yeah (laughs) so so yeah all these other groups that they're sacrificing they only seem to get the one episode but it's really very interesting um uh, the roof stuff. Uh, oh my god, I loved the roof stuff. I probably did love the hunters more than the roof stuff, but it was very close. I, the things I can see some people really hating this episode because of the hunters. Oh yeah, I
1: mean certainly with
0: the some of the,
1: some of the stuff with the dogs. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, I I I can see this turning I I can see some people just turning this off and not finishing it. Honestly. Because I mean, if you if you're a dog person, this must have been really difficult to watch. No, definitely.
1: I mean, I mean, it's rough to watch. I I, I didn't watch it and go, ha, ha, funny.
0: Well, certainly, certainly <laughs> but, not. But but I also like I I wasn't I wasn't more uncomfortable watching this than I have been watching uh, that I was watching like the first episode. The first episode made me more uncomfortable than
1: this yeah. one Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess there's a sadness. Like if when the, the concept of the dogs, like don't run away mm-hmm. from you. Right. I think that is, I think that is sad. Like right. compared to like hunting yes. a, a deer or something, right? And it's trying right. to get away. And right. I guess there's a bit of like, it's, there's not even a sport to it really. It's just the dog no. trusts you. And you're, yeah. It is. It's, you it's shoot super it. Sad. So that, that, that part is really sad about it. But the visually looking at it isn't mm-hmm.
0: too bad. By the way, this guy, I don't know if you knew this or not, but this guy, Pavel, the the actor who plays Pavel, is up for an Oscar this this year. Actually, by the time this episode drops, <laughs> we will know if he won or not. <laughs> so, oh, for what? Uh, for the Banshees of and This is, I'm going to get his name wrong. It's it's Barry Kahan or Kagan. I, I can't pronounce it. Mister Pavel. Pavel. That's how I'm thinking of him. <laughs> But yes, he is. He has. He was nominated for an Oscar this year. All right. Maybe he even won. <laughs> I, I doubt it, but maybe he won. We'll see. Well, he did a good job here.
1: So Yes. uh Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I would. I would say the hunter scenes were the hunter storyline is probably my favorite. I. Well, I mm-hmm. think the the rooftop one is also very good. But yeah, I and the moral dilemma too. I like really. I love. I love our positions for next episode. Yeah, our <laughs> yeah. uh, positions in Morde dilemma. I mean, I think I know how the Morde dilemma is going to go.
0: So I, based
1: I mean, on based on like the first scene we saw, right? Like I I I mean, I, I it's not of spoiler because I haven't seen it, but I I think that he's not going to um he's going to go with Boris basically for the most part. Yeah,
0: matter. that's what, that's what it seems like. Yeah, so uh, uh, no don't bleed away at him, you know, and we'll have to look up later what actually happened
1: yeah no i'm definitely i'm definitely curious i'm, I'm curious to those rooftop
0: like these bio robots the, I, so they've been super like true to life with the other miners people, the the divers. people yeah the sacrificial people that they brought in they've been doing a really careful job of being accurate about that stuff so i'm pretty sure these these roof climbers were the real deal
1: i do know that like in the history of like the USSR, or Russia, vodka has almost been like a, a point of power of the government. <laughs> vodka? Like, yes, yes, yes. Like from even older times. I'm trying to. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Russian expert. <laughs> okay. but, so don't quote me on it. But like they had controlled production of vodka for a very long time and would kind of use it in this way to kind of like please the masses. Of <laughs> just ah. giving people like vodka, or making it very cheap or something. Interesting. So. So them getting free vodka while they're working, the Hunters. And he was like, all right,
0: yeah. like, on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh. So. Interesting. Very interesting. I, I don't know. I, this episode really worked for me uh, on every level. I, I loved it all. I, at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this episode. If it's
1: just more like Valerie and Boris. Because the thing about Valerie and Boris' relationship is that it's gotten a lot very, um, it's almost too agreeable now. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah. almost always on the same side now, which I I, mean, I love. I love that they're together. Episode. No, that's yeah, yeah. And so at first I'm like, they just in it together. Now they, they seem like a married couple at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like finishing each other's thoughts and, and all the same. You know, they like I don't know. I I like a little friction between them or something. A, a little yeah, disagreement, yeah. and, and, and it, it was still there. And it, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't at all what I was getting worried about. happened. It wasn't just yeah. like Boris and um. Valerie going around, going, oh, we mm-hmm. need this. Yep, yep, we need that. Yep, yep, we need this. And then yeah, getting it and so on and so forth. So yeah. I, I was worried it was going to just be like a showcase of events that happened, which would be cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be cool to see the rooftop, like, just a showcase of the events. But we, we got to see some characters and went more into it. So I'm, I'm happy with what it turned out being.
0: So. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and the, honestly, the, the, uh, the Ludmilla payoff is much appreciated because even though it doesn't, like, I'm not going to change my rating on the previous episode because it still drove me nuts that she subjected herself to that much radiation, <laughs> but at least it paid off in them um, telling us that uh, the baby has di- died, died four hours after it was born um, because it absorbed all the radiation that she should have.
1: Yeah. she She basically right. killed her baby
0: in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's all. That's all interesting um i'm i'm glad and, and honestly like the the birth defects piece of this was is what, something I'm glad they brought into it because it is a it was a huge deal and it and even even now it, it's not not a huge deal
1: yeah i'm well I'm curious for next episode how much we're gonna time jump for that so court case, but mhm-, I don't know I mean we went what's it we started four months after and end at six months after. Or no, eight right. months. Eight months. December. Eight months. We go right. to six and eight. So yeah. Yep. So we're starting to jump faster, faster, faster. We doubled the lengths again. So you know, we'll we'll right. see.
0: And the the series started two years after.
1: Yeah. So I I don't know if we're gonna end with Valerie's death or if that'll happen. Because I I hope we see. I I put this. I'll, I'll say it now. I'm very curious to Boris's reaction to Valerie's death. Oh
0: yeah, and, and I wonder
1: a career politician who kind of seems to have grown yeah. on him and sees his viewpoint and sees you know what, what what what's happened to him as a result of you know the the stress they went through mm-hmm. and may, maybe chain smoking all those cigarettes wasn't a good idea as the <laughs> as the characters throughout, do through there's a lot there's a lot of um fixes here what what's that called like uh, if you smoke a lot or drink a lot. Coping mechanism. Coping mechanism. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of, a lot of, unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yeah. Very, very. But I, I think that at least in the case of Valerie, he just views himself as dead already. He's dead he walking.
1: Yeah. So. I wonder something relieving about that. That like, smoking. <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes, but just smoking a cigarette, literally guilt free, going doesn't matter. <laughs> this, this won't be what gets me. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I
0: know. I know. <laughs> uh let's take a guess at each other's favorite sheen- scenes i think that your favorite scene is at the end there that meeting of valerie boris and Iwana to discuss how valerie should handle this hearing moral quandary all right. yeah i think your favorite scene is
1: the pest controls like lunchtime pavel's first lunchtime with them and where um bocho is there bacho bacho bacho. Kind of gets a little soft. It like, tells tells him about you know first kill and trying to relate with him.
0: Okay, that is that was not my favorite scene. Hmm. Well, did uh, I get you right? No, you did not get me right. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my favorite scene is what I guessed for you, which which uh, is that last scene. It's it's a it's a bit chalky, but I don't care. I love it. I loved the moral dilemma of it. I loved, I, I loved actually the afterwards. I, I asked myself, "What would I do in that situation?" And I don't know. I don't have an answer. Like I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know if you watched Stellan Skarsgård's interview afterwards. I did. Which he's the actor who plays Boris, and he, you know he said, "When, when you're in this situation, in not the situation necessarily, but." in this government you have to lie a little bit in a system like that you, you really don't might have much of a choice because to tell the truth you just get gaslit right then we saw that in the very first episode yeah right so but if if you say some of what you what is true while also feeding their i don't know ego for lack of a better term you might actually get somewhere. You progress mm-hmm. in- incrementally by giving them some of what they want to hear and a little bit of what they don't.
1: Yeah, a shot in the chaser,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Shot in the <laughs> chaser. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I, I really love that. But then at the same time, you know, you got Lana coming in and dropping this bomb about Ludmilla you know, the, and, and Vasili, and the, the, the idea that like so many innocent people died these people literally went up to the reactor and tried to put it out with you know nothing protecting them uh and we learn in this up ep- in this this scene here that Vasily uh, no, sorry Vasily, uh valerie knew about that az5 button problem to an extent right he to knew to that it would increase the power before it shut down it but it would cause only- an explosion Right, but it only would cause an explosion if if it was negligently pushed to the brink before that, which apparently it was.
1: Hmm.
0: So, but but he he was one of the authors of this article, right? I don't know if he's one of the authors, but he knew. But he knew about he the article. It. He knew everything yeah. about the article. He knew
1: he knew about Volkov, the and author. He, of it.
0: And he he was he kept using the the word we. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. was he I at Leningrad?
1: He was... I think yeah, I think he was there, but <laughs>
0: yeah. But I, anyway, it, you know. So, so I and then Boris's idea of, of coming in here, making a deal with the KGB, and I, the, his, he had, I think, the line of the episode where he says, "When it's your life and the lives of everyone you love, your moral conv- conviction doesn't mean anything. It leaves you, and all you want at that moment is not to be shot." So I, that's a, that's such a that's such a exclamation mark to to this whole series that we've been watching. Like, you, you have to you have to take care of this problem, but you got to do it with, without pissing off these really powerful people. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to get taken out, and then who's going to take care of the problem? Yeah, I I think I probably sided with Boris here in
1: terms of I I probably would this, too because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I think I would be very fearful for my life. <laughs> yeah. All right, even yeah. however short it may be. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, I liked I,
1: that scene a lot. It, it was actually really hard for me to pick out a favorite scene. But, uh,
0: but before you tell me your favorite yeah. scene, uh, the, the other reason I would probably side with Boris here is because I do believe that to tell the whole truth, they would gaslight you right out of the courtroom. You'd just be yeah uh, that that you aren't going to get anywhere unless you throw them a bone.
1: Yeah, you gotta you gotta make it palatable for yeah. them. I Got agree. It. Yeah, you can't just start spitting facts. That's too much. <laughs> it's Too much. Uh, there, yep. There's a lot of scenes here that I didn't know which one to pick as my favorite. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing like the bio robot scene.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's such a cool scene.
1: I I thought about. I, wa- I I I was wondering if it was actually 90 seconds long. I feel like it was. Cause they didn't. I think. It, I think thing. it was. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, Boris's rage. I thought was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. What oh, I landed on, though, was what I guessed for you, which is that lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> the Pest Control lunchtime. <laughs> same as you. I
0: I just guessed what I put because I didn't know what else to guess. The Pest Control lunch, lunchtime was a great scene, but I do think it's hysterical. We've been landing on each other's... We've been landing on the same scene so much in this series. <laughs> we've been talking about we got to just guess our favorite scenes for the other one. And finally, we did it. <laughs> and now we wouldn't have the safe here to see Anyway, okay, so talk to me about this. About also,
1: this well, so, leading into the scene, Bacho is a
0: very <laughs> scary person. He is. <laughs> yes.
1: you know, threatening to shoot you. if you. If you I mean, he seems suffer. honorable. Yeah, he seems oh, honorable, yeah. but he seems like a really scary guy. He bullies the guy in the work camp to get the uh, protective the, gear. The egg basket. The egg basket. <laughs> he, he, you um, know, has two rules: don't point a gun at Bacho, and keep shooting the animal till it dies. Otherwise, Bacho will kill you. He's killed tons of people. <laughs> uh, so, like, he's a really scary guy. And even like yeah. the scene right before this, where Pavel messes up and doesn't kill a dog immediately, was like, oh no! But seeing, so seeing how hard Bacho is, and then kind of him kind of step back, right, and kind of sympathize for Pavel's, you know, he's eye eating. It's his equivalent, and he relates with them. You know, this happens to everyone the first time killing a man or a dog doesn't matter, right? So he's not like yeah. trying to. I could see other people in the shoes kind of going, like, come on, right? Like, just blah, blah, blah. Like, you're fine. Like, it's just a dog. It's not like yeah. I've killed people in Afghanistan. This is nothing. Well, he, you know, he tries to relate with them and tells about his first time in Afghanistan and how he couldn't shoot for the rest of the day, right? And yeah. talks about it. And I think. Not to this degree of killing someone. <laughs> but the whole concept of you'll never be you again. But then you wake up the next day and you find out you're still you. Right? Yeah. I think that's a concept that people go through in some way. Whether they did something bad that they feel bad about or something's happened to them and they're like, oh, nothing's ever going to be the same again. Or my life's, oh, this is you know, oh, no. But then
0: things aren't that much more different. It's like it's but there's more to what he says there too though he says and you realize that was you yeah. all along yes it was you so, all along <laughs> which that's very dark
1: that gets the, dark that gets dark in that context I, uh, yeah. depending on the context in which you want to use it, it might not be mm-hmm. that dark but i do agree for this context very dark <laughs> and then he says he's happy every day let they get back to it, so <laughs> and well, the happiness of all mankind yeah happiness of all mankind <laughs> it's the title here so yeah, yeah I, I, I liked the scene a lot for him. just just it I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think Bacho was gonna do anything like this. Yeah. And I, I guess I could you could argue it might be harder killing the dogs than killing a person. Because yeah, you're killing a person. But if you're in war or something, you can perhaps I mean it depends on the connotation, yeah, you know, in the name of self defense, like you know they, mm-hmm. know. they would've they would've got me. But the dog's a lot more like I mean, the dog's coming up to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I whistled, and the dog came to me like <laughs> it's like waiting I, for a snack. It's not. I know. I, know. I mean, maybe I, it's a threat because it's yeah, you know, radiated, but it's yeah. So,
0: you know, I, it's interesting that you say that. It would be, it might be easier to kill a, a human than, than a dog in this context, um, because I mean, I think so much of war and the and and just preparation for war is about the dehumanization of your enemy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if you can't dehumanize your enemy i mean how are, how are you supposed to fight them and kill them right uh have you ever seen the episode of black mirror called uh men against fire no okay uh, maybe someday we'll we'll cover that well, episode that, but could... but th- that is a very dark Illustration of the dehumanization of your enemy,
1: and it happens things beyond just war too. Just mm-hmm. dehumanizing another side or another group of people or something. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that's politics to all the time. To yeah, happens in politics a lot. So yeah, I mean, I guess a really effective maneuver, I guess, in war is just to shout your name over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so, so, you know, my name's Kurt. I have a family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, a little Last of Us reference there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, O'Zark. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. so it's this is a great scene. And I'm going to prep you right now because you should know that Bacho is not a votable character on TV time. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Bacho might have been my vote for TV time. Art. and I think so, he might have been yours too. He was
1: mine, but I <laughs> yeah. have a backup.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> he,
1: he was mine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pavel is also not a notable character, so he he right. would have been probably my backup. So I'm on to my third string quarterback
1: here. <laughs> okay, all right. So
0: anyway, all right. all right, cool. Well, are you ready to enter the recap? Let's do right. it. All right, we have an old woman, 82 years old. Actually, I should say how old? Old. But anyway, she she, uh, is milking a cow and will not evacuate. So the soldier who's trying to get her to evacuate decides that uh, he's going to dump out her milk. And she just spent all this time milking this cow, dumps out the milk. She goes right back to milking the cow.
1: Well, yeah, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Yeah, exactly. She's going to get the milk. Yeah, well... Not anymore because the soldier decides, pulls out the gun. She thinks that she's going to shoot her, I believe. She thinks that. Very surprised to find out that he shoots the cow.
1: This made me think of something. Okay. Very unrelated. Could you still milk the cow? I'm presuming <laughs> you could.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you could. All right. I'm sure you could. No. But anyway, um, this I, I, I did really I love this scene too, because I, I talk about the documentary Chernobyl Heart all the time on this podcast because it's, it is it is a giant source of information of for what I know about Chernobyl. Um, and there's a scene in that documentary where they are in the, what do they call it? The evacuation zone? It's not that. Chernobyl exclusion. Zone. Exclusion zone. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so they're in the exclusion zone. And they, they go to visit this house. They're still, like, these... They're elderly, but they, there's also, like, a child there among them. Uh, and and they leave the house, and they say these people should not be here. They're not supposed to be here. This place, this whole place was evacuated, and these people refuse to leave. And it's, it's very dangerous for them to be here. And so the, this... And, and actually, what one of them says sounds a lot like what this woman says, like, you know, boy soldiers came and told us to leave from the Bol- Bolshevik revolution. Uh, we didn't leave. I'm still here. You know, and then they came again for this thing and they, I, we didn't leave and I'm still here. So I'm not leaving now for something I can't even see. Right. Uh, and, and so that, that was eerily similar to what they, these actual people said in this documentary which was along the lines of, you know, this is my home. It's always been my home. I've always lived here. Just, just leave your home. And actually even uh at at one point in that documentary, they show a surgery mm-hmm. the for the condition known as Chernobyl heart, which is a hole uh in the heart. And they uh interview the parent of the child who's having the surgery uh and, and he says, you know, um, Yes, we could leave, but this is our home. This is where we've always been. Well, if you, oh, it's like it's the people that are living in the zone? They're not, not, that was not the exclusion zone. Oh. That, that was further away. I, I can't remember if it was Ukraine or Belarus. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, I mean, Chernobyl's in Ukraine anyway, but, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, should, yeah, it it should, yeah, So, yeah. yeah. So, um, but they were further away. They're not in the exclusion zone. The exclusion zone is like... Pretty desolate, but they're like th- they did go there and see these elderly people still living there, refusing to go. Anyway, so the, the so this scene reminded me a lot of that. By the way, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but strongly recommend that documentary. Uh, if you're if you're watching this series, you really should check that out. i
1: well, I might wait till we finish this up.
0: Yeah, give it a watch. Yep. Uh, anyway, in Kiev. August 1986, four months after the explosion, Ludmilla gets a new place. That's all we see. Anyway, there are radiation checks going on uh, in the grass. Uh, there's, a, it, it goes way up by a bicycle. I'm not sure what they're trying to show, show us here. I don't remember seeing a bicycle. I don't know. they finding, ra- finding radioactive material. Yes, th- that's what I got out of it as well. <laughs> So we go to uh, Pripyat, which is the Chernobyl exclusion zone. This is the city where Ludmilla was and Vasily were living, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Valerie and Boris meet with General Tarakanov. The roof is the most dangerous place on Earth, especially Masha. So they split the roof into three levels, right? Mm -hmm. And Masha being the most dangerous. And -hmm. they want to cover the exposed core because it's it's amazing that the core is still exposed, but no one can go up there. So they plan to use lunar rovers to kind of push the debris back into the core so that then they can go up there and cover it. Sensible. Yes. Now, it's, I don't know if you remember the end of the last episode. We weren't sure if these were evacuation notices or draft notices. It appears as though they were draft notices. Yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... This guy Pavel, arrives at the at the site of the, all these draftees, and he meets his roommate bacho and Pavel is not a military, so Bacho figures they must be running out of men if they've drafting guys like Pavel anyway after he gets an egg basket he leaves he leans on his uh i'm sorry, he learns that he's on animal control duty, which is mostly pets who are happy to see them, which is pretty. Devastating.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, it is yeah. sad. It's it, yeah. it a pretty sad concept.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to say this word. Lomonoskov. I guess it's Lomonoskov. <laughs> Moscow University Library. Ulana needs to see some permission-only documents. Uh, she can see this one. I know. So did she get the one <laughs> she wanted? I don't I, even know. Or did I mean, she wanted them? all of them. She uh, she she had a list, a full page list. She got one. And not this even one. all of it—a heavily redacted one. Have
1: this one. Yeah. <laughs> I want
0: to be. I want. To, I want that job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> where, where someone makes requests and I pick and choose what I give them. That's right. Charlie,
0: I go. Hmm. This and that. Yeah. <laughs> Why exactly. you give me a cookbook? I want some nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> Just some random stuff. Yeah. Uh, we see lots of bulldozing and spraying. Uh, this is kind of. This is like the poster shot. This is like. Uh, the people spraying the ground and all the water going up in the background, and anyway. Uh, the rovers are working, it's great. Uh, what's, what's that, Valerie? A smile, Yeah, that was nice to see. a
1: little sweet thing, <laughs> Valerie's smile. Yeah. yeah, and you might get that West German robot.
0: Well, more than might they're getting it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> there might be an option with the Americans, <laughs> of course not. not with the Americans, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a German robot. Unfortunately, it's West German. But, you know, you take what you can get. Ah, at the true. at the uh, hospital, uh, so the hospital from the pre- for previous episode, Ulana goes back to visit Dyatlov again, who is much improved, actually. So th- where his, his comrades who were with him that night all deteriorated, he actually is improving quite a lot. And we knew this would happen because we know that he's in prison for 10 years. But he asks, even now, even still, he says to Ilana, how do I even know it exploded? I know. <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: I be mean, fair now. enough.
0: How does he know? How does he know? <laughs> he has no idea what a void coefficient has to do with AZ-5. I don't know what that means. But there you go. He says it. So I thought I ought to say it. Um, there is no truth. He says, ask the bosses whatever you want. You'll get the lie. I do love this. This is a great scene, too. Yeah, actually, I, I
1: should have thought of this scene, too. This is a good one. Yeah, <laughs> tell the bosses, you'll get their lie and he'll get the bullet.
0: And I'll still get that bullet. Oh, man. This is, this is really good. This, this might have been my favorite scene at this time. In the episode,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, am curious how Dyalov is going to be in the next episode because right. I mean he seems to think that the writing's on the wall for him too. So well, I I mean, yeah, I mean he, we know he ends up as the scapegoat, yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm very excited to see foaming and the uh, director. I, they I think are... they'll be back. Well, they said they said they're going to be on trial too, right? Your mm. final scene. They said. Yes, Dyatlov foaming that, but we do know that I guess in the end only Dyatlov got scapegoated and <laughs> these guys are the masters of throwing <laughs> uh, they're the bosses the you get the lie from them yeah so I'm thinking they're gonna throw Dyatlov under the bus so <laughs> exactly. I, I love watching them talk so
0: yes so. alright out in the field bacho gives Pavel his two rules and the shooting starts and Bacho sends Pavel door to door Pavel tries to get a dog to run. He sees the dog, tries to get it to run. It won't, so he shoots it, and it suffers. And Bostro finishes it, but he is pissed. Gets right in Pavel's face. I guess, I, I mean, based on the previous threat, Pavel's lucky he didn't shoot him right there. Well, so I, immediately now I
1: know this guy is all bark and no bite. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking now. If I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm I, see, now, I don't, Pavel didn't do it like this. I like to think Powell did this on purpose to test him. Uh, <laughs> like this guy says yeah. immediately, because he did <laughs> very, you know, hey, shoot to kill and keep shooting until you kill her. And very first dog he shoots, he does not kill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking,
0: I'm thinking maybe there was a test going on here. I don't know. I don't really <laughs> think right. so. But. Exactly. All right. And uh, next scene is the pest control lunch. So we'll skip that one. We've already mm. talked about that we we'll skip ahead to September of 1986. The German robot called Joker has arrived. When I heard that, I immediately thought, oh, this thing is defective. And the Germans made it defective. <laughs> it's going to blow up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. but and It's going to blow up and laugh at a them. A Trojan horse. Yeah, exactly. But it dies almost instantly on the roof. Boris is pissed and he makes a very angry phone call and smashes the phone. Why is he so angry? Because... The official position of the state is that a global nuclear catastrophe is not possible in the Soviet Union. And they told the Germans that the highest detective level of radiation was 2,000 ronkins. So they gave them the wrong speculations for this thing. It's like what was it, self-
1: 12,000 Something up there? there
0: it's something like that, 12,000, I think. Is, that sounds right to me. So they gave them the wrong specifications. There was no way for this robot to be successful.
1: Yeah. They gave him the propaganda number. The propaganda
0: number. That is what he calls it, isn't it? I I love that. that. I
1: like that he calls it propaganda. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. All right. So Boris, Valerie, and Tarakanov have to brainstorm uh, how to handle this. They go through everything from melted lead to exploding bullets to American robots. American of all things. Mm Mm-hmm. Until Valerie ultimately says they need to use bio robots.
1: Very men. telling that Valerie <laughs> lot of thinks of this. Sorry, she's changed in terms of listen, you're this far in. yeah gotta throw more men at the problem, I guess,
0: which honestly, I mean the, the, these these men like may have saved the entire world doing this. Like, I mean the, it, it had it had to be done. Like the, there's just no other option. People were going to die no matter what had to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh man. But we'll get to that scene. in just, well, a bit. what other
1: solution could there be?
0: I, I mean, mean, with technology
1: could, at the time, you could, so, a you really could strong like, <laughs> a really strong fan. I'm well, <laughs> really strong. Blow blowing radiation. A really long pole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> a really long pole. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just you order another German robot with the right specifications, but you'd have to go rogue against your government to do that. But I don't think you could, because the issue is, could they engineer a robot? That's
1: oh that's six surprised. times that's more surprised. effective. I think that's the problem. I think yeah. one of the, some of the rooftops are already 2,000 broken, so that's not even... Yeah, but I don't think they could engineer a robot to survive right? that level. Maybe they could. I mean, but that's six times stronger than what they were anticipating, yeah. so... I don't think they'll be ready for it.
0: <laughs> I like that one of the one of the reasons they shoot down the melted lead idea is because they don't really have any lead left. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah, fair.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, like I guess they would have been using the lead all over the place. So yeah. That. And it would be heavy. You'd probably, like, oh, break, but that building would collapse.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. Right, anyway, so... Pavel is a, is appropriately desensitized now because this is months, a couple of months, uh, one month, a couple couple months. Months. Um, This is a month later. So he's been doing this for a month. Seems appropriately desensitized, and and you know they kill a lot, a lot of pets today. Hmm. But when he gets to the to the mama and the puppies, all that desensitization melts away, and he has to yield to Bacho, and Pavel is pretty shaken. I like this you know Bacho Pavel
1: relationship here, me uh, too. Bacho, what a, he cares he cares for his unit,
0: yes, he does, yes he does, except for that no, That other guy Whose name I forgot you can point your gun at him yeah exactly uh and there's uh, speaking of that other guy, we get some somber singing there's the, the animal burial, which is a very somber sight, this dump truck full of dead pets just being dumped into this. Hole and then buried in cement.
1: I wonder so if they're eating each other in chickens, hmm. could you use them as
0: bait? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> it, October of 1986, Tarakanov explains the job to the bio robots. They can only be on the roof for 90 seconds at a time. Jeez. Oh, I mean, how stressful is this? <laughs> We and we get to see it. So some of the graphite that they need to move is forty to fifty kilogram blocks. That's eighty-eight to one hundred and ten pounds. And we see, and I think they do a great job of illustrating to us just how heavy some of this stuff is. What? I, oh, that's not lead. Graphite. graphite. How
1: heavy is graphite? I don't remember built graphite.
0: I mean, it's pencil lead. Uh, pretty heavy. But those are big chunks of. Mm-hmm. Big chunks of graphite. Yeah, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's pure graphite because I know there's some boron in there, right? Because mm-hmm. that's we're going to find out in the last scene that when they lower the graphite rods, it's not graphite that goes in first. It's first, it's boron. Yeah, and that's what causes the uh, yeah jolt
1: and energy. Yeah, exactly.
0: We get this real time action of those ninety seconds. I was just blown away by just how much debris that. I, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is, but they did a great job of showing just how futile this looks. I mean, it looks like just a complete exercise of futility. It You're does there for 90 degree, seconds. But, man, I, I love it in terms of, like,
1: the showcase of manpower. Like, yes. just, just you throw enough people at a problem, you can yep. fix a lot of things with just sheer manpower. Like, yep. a few thousand people, we got that roof clear. Yep. I, it reminds me. The yielding times back in like the Roman era, <laughs> we had army. I've said this before, Mr. Sell armies of 30,000, 50,000 people walking around. Imagine the scale of that. Like you build a wall, you could build a bridge. <laughs> yeah. You you know, if you want to make a mound or something, everyone get like a pile of dirt, stack it up here. Boom. You got like a seed. <laughs> st- like, it's insanity yeah. what you could do. So when you got enough people, you can start a problem. Yeah. 90 seconds for one person. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Not a lot of people. That's why yeah. I looked at that as like, wow, that's a that's an exercise in just the scale of humanity. So,
0: absolutely, beautiful. Absolutely. Love, you love but every individual, but b- every individual person up there must feel like they're doing absolutely nothing. Oh, definitely, except for like the last few that are like, oh, there's a lot up here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, got pieces just, left over here. You got a broom? This is like yeah. I I can sweep this up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a <laughs> shovel. What are you
1: talking about? So, yeah, <laughs> I wish you could have seen like. They, other, you know, they showed us, like, the, the early on
0: ones, but I would love to see, like, the last crew that went there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do get to... Get, we spend the entire 90 seconds with one specific bio-robot uh, who... I, I don't love that I'm calling them bio-robots, but I'm doing it anyway. They're um, dehumanized. I, it's I know. It's good. Yeah. and They're dehumanized. We never see their faces. They're just completely covered all the time, right? Uh, but there's one that just he trips his... Uh, his boot rips. He he may, he doesn't make it back in ninety seconds. It's more like ninety two seconds. Uh, which I mean, once that bell starts ringing, that is just terrifying, and you feel that stress of this. So this is a fantastic scene as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I wonder if we'll see this person again since his boot ripped. I don't I don't think we will, but yeah,
0: I don't know either. We might. It, it might be mentioned somewhere along the yeah. line. I'm not sure. So but. the effects of yeah. Being a bio-robot. Mm-hmm. And we fast forward to winter. We see Ludmilla on a park bench, and she goes into labor, which we will learn later uh, resulted in a daughter who lived for about four hours. I think she said she was a daughter, right? I don't remember. Am making that up? I might be making that up. We'll say baby. A baby who lived for four hours. Which brings us to December of 1986 in Pripyat, and my favorite scene, which we've already talked a lot about. So, um, we'll skip ahead to the last scene, the final scene. The roof is clear, Pavel seems extremely numb, <laughs> and Ludmilla, Ludmilla seems extremely broken.
1: I am, um, yeah, I love, see- love seeing the roof clear. Maybe I'll even though <laughs> we didn't see the roof clear. Yeah, two months, two months. <laughs> yeah pretty amazing that is yeah that is a cool feat of engineering so yeah like i said i'm i'm so interested to see like what stuff happened or like what's been like dramatized like the divers like what happened to the divers Did they die shortly afterward or you know to what degree the helicopter drops like did Mm -hmm. one actually crash Mm -hmm. these are bio robots like you know was yep. there this robot, the Joker, that came? Like, is this a thing that even happened? I, I don't know. I, 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 and then, obviously, the court case that comes to follow. Was yes. there only one person that got in like, Was it only Diatlov? I, I, I don't
0: know. We'll have to f- find out after we watch Vichnaya Pomiao. But before we watch Vichnaya Pomiao, we have some more stuff to do on Showhoppers. We need to check the time. Well, what time? Ta- Mr. Sal. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the time? Yes, with my radiation-laced Timex watch. It's
1: TV time. Ain't no time look at TV time.
0: Ah, uh, yes. TV time. It's a fine time.
1: It's an exciting time.
0: Yes. It's much more exciting for Chernobyl than it is for The Last of Us. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just two
1: characters, yeah.
0: Yes, there's a okay, lot, so, of characters. Let's from one to five. What do you think the audience gave this? Five. Yes, eighty <laughs> percent. All right, eighty percent. And who vote now. Is The favorite character. Well, I, I know you wanted to say Bacho. You don't do not have that opportunity. Nor do you have the opportunity to say Pommel. So I'm going to say that you said Boris. I think you said Boris. The people said Ulana. Okay, well, I will tell you the people did have Ulana ahead of Boris, but the people said Valerie. I this said is Valerie. A very close one, though. 47% Valerie, 40% Ulana. Also, Boris is in a very small minority. Well, so Nine, I said per- Boris. 9%. <laughs> I said Boris. And so did I. <laughs> Let's uh, go, I Boris. Love, I love Boris in that last scene. I, like I said, I think he had the line of the episode where he talks about when it's when you're up there and it's you and your family yeah. on the line, you know, your, your morality leaves you. <laughs> but yeah. um, I would have yeah. done Bacho, but I would agree that final line. And also the rage he had. Oh, the I phone. love the rage. I love the rage. Those, those are two. Yeah, I really, yeah. yeah the, the fact that he says that they, they used the propaganda number that fantastic stuff. What I like about Boris is that
1: he's, he's, Probably the most gray character of them all, because because he he knows the system right, and he's Mm -hmm. not like disillusioned by it. He understands like there's kind of like this gaslighting, corruption type of element to it, Mm -hmm. but within it, he feels he knows how to get things done. And he, but he also recognizes, thanks to Valerie, like the actual palpable threat that they have here, Mm
0: -hmm. and like
1: what need, like that things actually need to get done, and that this propaganda number stuff, like we need to, you know, certain things need to be done. So he's. He's in a, a he's in a very the mix of it. It's funny because he was on one extreme, Valerie was on the other, right? Valerie is basically what Ulana mm-hmm. was, yep. Right now, and Boris was where the rest of like the the government is. But they've okay. kind of pulled each other a bit closer towards the middle. Like now, True. Valerie's more willing to kind of lie and kind of yeah. Obviously, Sacr- things for the government's sake, sacrifice things. Yep, Yeah, yep. Do things. What's better for the the nation in a way. And Boris is willing to kind of rub the government the wrong way for making sure that this gets fixed properly because it's a legitimate problem, not like a fake thing, so yeah, they've kind of pulled each other towards you know themselves, but I think
0: yeah, so yeah, I think I think that's accurate hundred percent love and love and Boris me too. I'm sad to say that people don't like Boris we' I've
1: always been the minority, oh but, yeah,
0: but yeah For. Cause...
1: Oh, yeah, because we can't for the last of us. So, yeah, it's been. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, yeah, we've been the minority here for. We're always the minority. We'll see if we'll do it for the last one then. The...
0: Right. Right. All right. Well, I mean, I haven't voted for Valerie yet. I don't remember if I have. I can. I, I, I've I, liked I know... Boris probably the most. I voted for Zatlov the first episode. Yeah, so did I. Uh, Voted for uh second episode. I voted for Boris. Oh, yeah, me so, too. So did you. Third episode, I the voted for chief. for glu, uh, yeah. Glukov, the, the coal, coal miners. Min- we so, voted the same people every time, yeah. right? And then this episode, Boris. So, no Valerie. Yet. And the people, meanwhile, have voted for Valerie every time. <laughs> so, so, we'll see if if uh, Valerie gets one vote from us for episode five, um, which we'll we'll be checking out next week. Yeah. Okay, so in the meantime, you can. Email us at showoverspodcast at gmail.com. Check out our back catalog. We've got lots of great stuff up there. Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Centaur World, uh, Dexter New Blood, The Leftovers, Lost, Only Murders in the Building, Ozark, Russian Doll, The White Lotus, Watchmen, and The Last of Us. So if you wouldn't mind, if you do enjoy the podcast, and we hope that you do, we would very much appreciate it if you would support it by spreading the word. Tell people that you know about it. Tell people uh, that you that think would enjoy it. Tell people that you who know who have watched Chernobyl. Uh, and we would love those five-star ratings as well because that does also bump us up the list and help us be discovered. Kurt, anything you'd like to add about this episode? I can't pronounce the next titles. Well, we're going to go with Vichnaya Pamial, but I'm not sure if I'm right or not. Did you translate I, that? No, I did not. Did you? Do you want me to? Yes, please.
1: Eternal memory,
0: loosely. Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all we got. All I, all I ask of you is that between now and the next time we talk, put on those egg baskets. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.